Yes, master. Hello there. General Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> what is up, Force family? Welcome back to another episode of Star Wars Guys. As always, we are your host, myself, Nate Messer, my brother, Mike, and uncle who is unfortunately not with us here today he is uh, he's alive out of town it's not that yeah. he's no longer with us yeah okay. <laughs> yeah no he's he's out of town um so he'll be missing this this week's episode but uh we're just gonna get right into it um uh, we've got a fun fun episode this week we're gonna be talking about um star wars filling in the gaps um things that we you know stories we'd like to hear more about um, so we're just going to go ahead right into it. Like I said, Mike, go ahead and start us off with one that you were thinking about. Yeah. So this episode kind of stems off of, we had some great, uh, in our last podcast episode, um, one of the questions we received was about whether or not we thought we would receive more stories regarding the big three from the sequel trilogy. So, uh, right. Poe, Ray, and, um, Finn and, really just whether or not we would we would get more stories of that um you know of those main actors and then of those characters and then also we dove into what form do we think would it be comics would it be novels would it be live action would it be an animated show would it be a film so we dive we dove into that and that was you know sparked some really great conversation but then that really led us to start speculating our own minds if we were to get more stories regarding some of those characters or even just the sequel the sequel era characters in general, the main characters, what types of stories and what time period would we want them to be from? So essentially, like you said, Nate, <clears throat> this is all about filling in the gaps or just, we want more of this. I want to learn about, oh, this this thing regarding Luke is interesting here. This thing is regarding uh, Poe. I would love to hear about his backstory. So again, like you right. said, this episode, we're going to dive into a bunch of different characters and uh, probably be a little bit quicker of an episode, but it'll be fun because we'll be able to hit on a bunch of different characters, uh, namely from the sequel trilogy and the stories that we want to hear more right. of. So right. I'll, I'll kick us off here and, and we'll start with the possibly the, the main character, the, the protagonist of the sequel, um, you know, the main hero of the sequel trilogy, Ray. And I would say one of the things I would like to see more obvious one, I'd like to see what comes after rise of skywalker for for ray mm -hmm. i would like to see um i'd really like to see that time period almost immediately after rise of skywalker which he buries the lightsabers but then it's uh you know what what comes next is it building up the school the jedi school how does she aid in the uh you know the first order and the final order right. seem to have been uh destroyed for now but evil always you know uh arrives the at dark. some point the light in the dark it's always in, in that balance so i would like to see is she kind of continuing the legacy of luke or looking for jedi artifacts force temples force trees studying the force in depth so that so that she can yeah. uh you know really master her jedi abilities because right. uh you know she had been training with leia and had obviously come a long way yeah but it's not like she's had 10 years of training this is all still relatively new so she's still just kind of scratching the surface um and just what that looks like as far as who are the next jedi that she's going to you know find out there and who will she train and just where that goes from there so that's definitely one of the things uh that i'm interested in is there is there another time period or another uh piece of information that you're interested in uh learning about ray nate yeah for sure i think what you're saying is that honestly kind of probably that same time of post what we saw rise of skywalker but some of what i would like to see or, or even just know more about whether it's through a book or whatever would be uh her seeking out more jedi more uh force users because uh, i mean for all we know from what we've seen of her she ha she hasn't really met anybody else herself potentially finn potentially i know mm -hmm. they tease tease that a lot and um the rise of Skywalker, his ability to use the force and he was sensing things. So that would be cool to get him involved in that. Uh, if that's the case, but also just what, what does that look like her searching the galaxy, uh, for other force users and how does she do it? Does she do it kind of like what we've seen in Mando where Grogu kind of mm -hmm. goes to like a temple like place and, 
and you know uses something like that or an artifact or something that or a holocron or some sort of way like at a temple jedi temple where she can reach long distances with the force um using that ability or does that is that something she needs to learn about um so those are the things that i would like to uh, be interested in it's kind of like what you're saying that school but also like how does she even get to that point how does she get to the point where she's got more people to train and what does she tell them um because it's yeah. really like it's like starting from the ground up you know um you think about the the republic and from what we've seen in the prequels and how did they get there in the first place you know yeah um, no it's i that's that's a great point i think that uh, just thinking through this i think another another thing that would be interesting to learn um from ray or, or another time period i'd like to see is uh ray is a scavenger like just see uh, obviously we got that in force awakens but especially right. as we started uh, as she starts you know has she had for the force awakens she has her awakening to the force remember she has some some quotes as far as like something inside me is awake and you know so, or something there. inside it's always been there so i wonder yeah. Similar to some of these other Jedi that we've that we've had in uh, whether it be um, you know Kanan or or like an Ezra, uh, where they didn't know they were Jedi, they didn't even know what the Force was necessarily, but there might have been yeah. some incidents. They could have been uh, you know akin to uh, similar to Harry Potter at the at the zoo when he all of a sudden you know yeah. <laughs> Dudley goes into the snake pit because Harry instinctually does something and the right. the glass disappears. So. I'd love to see the beginnings of Ray accidentally because I'm sure she did some things and she, oh, I don't know why or even hearing this person things, do this or you know. hearing things or sensing things, maybe even having some dreams that are very vivid. Um, because yeah. just from what we've seen in other Star Wars, um, you know, canon, lore, whatever, a lot of these Jedi, it seems like, have certain things that when a Jedi sees them and sees someone, oh, that's, that's a, that's, uh antennas go up that that's possibly a force user but someone who doesn't know they can use a force are like yeah i've always been able to do certain things i don't really know how to explain or a couple of things that happen and then also i just like to see she had lived a long life in that gap of being dropped off as a child on um you know her parents leaving obviously uh jakku and she's and she's on jakku for a long time but she right. can handle her business. When we meet her in Force Awakens, she she's fixing she, droids and she's knocking. Uh, you know, you know, uh, Finn. Finn is trying to uh, <laughs> do. She's putting him on the ground. Right. She's, she clearly has been surviving. So yeah. it'd just be interesting to see her as a scavenger, almost similar to like the like the Han Solo. You know, backstory of Solo's a smuggler. Yeah, exactly. See, so see some more of that right. stuff. Of right. obviously, she hasn't. Doesn't seem like she's left Jakku a ton. Cause she's been on Jakku waiting for her family to come back, but been off Jakku a ton. That's what I'm saying yeah. has not left. Um, so yeah, I think that'd be interesting is, is getting a little bit more of that time period as well. Cause I always like, uh, I'm a big solo yeah. fan in general of the movie solo. Right. And I think some of those stories that are less obvious are sometimes really good ones. Cause there's like a lot of character building, a lot of, uh, you know, years of her waiting for her parents to come back. It's pretty emotional. So I think that'd be pretty right. cool. A little time period there. Yeah. And like you kind of said earlier too, like just like surviving, like, yeah. Is that how she came across those skills was just survival. She's on her own. That's interesting. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, no, that that's good. I'm trying to think another one we, we kind of briefly mentioned was more, more stories from other characters would be like a Ben solo uh, character. Now I know yeah. we've, heard, we've seen some stories, uh, in comics um and so some mm -hmm. of this 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 time of him on the light side as ben solo uh with luke we've seen we've seen some of this come into some of the comics but like maybe a full book or or even if it was on tv or animated or something would be something cool or interesting to see is just more more information um mm -hmm. about him growing up what was it like when han and leia found out they had they they're, had a kid that was you know, had the force and, um, not just that, but was like really strong and powerful. And what was that debate of, you know, going to train with Luke and Luke starting this, you know, searching for the first Jedi temple, but also starting to train his own class of, of, uh, force users. And, and obviously like 
at a younger age too, what was it like with him growing up in that environment of Luke being the legend that he was like, could this have all been part of this built up grudge where like Luke's known around the galaxy now as a legend as, you know, defeated Vader brought back, you know, essentially order for on the light side of things um, by taking down the, the empire. So was that kind of a shadow that always lurked over Ben and kind of started that grudge from a young age because he had something like really high to live up to? I don't know. These are just different possibilities, but it'd be interesting to, to hear more and, and learn more about that time period too. Yeah. I'd love to see um, young and this maybe ties into some of the other character stories too. I'd love to see young Ben Solo raised by uh, Han and Leia. I'd love to see that time period of them as parents. And obviously um, some of the hard, you know, some of the difficulties and, and tension that, that happens there of raising him. Um, right. But yeah, him as Ben Solo, I'd like to get a lot more of him as Ben Solo, getting that training with Luke. <clears throat> um, and then also, one of the things that's that's really interesting, and this will obviously tie into when we talk about Snoke later, but the one of the really interesting things about, I believe it's Last Jedi, and they're talking about how Snoke, how Luke, when he you know looks into basically looks into the soul of uh, of of Ben, his nephew, and he sees only darkness because Snoke had already turned his heart. Right where when does that start what is that connection when does does he actually meet snoke somewhere is snoke corrupting him from across the galaxy like there's a lot of gray area there's a lot of a lot of uh which again it's not a fault i don't i don't believe it to be like a fault of the last jedi or the force awakens or anything i like when things aren't just completely spelled out for me in one movie just because (laughs) it allows speculation it allows right books it allows all these things and also you can't have 10 hour long movies that explain every single detail. But when looking back at the full picture, that is something that's, that's always interested. Um, you know, it's fascinated me that, Oh, Snoke had already turned his heart before this thing had happened. So he has been getting to Ben Solo. And right. so that, that, add, you know, that has, that adds uh, some, some canon lore questions of how yeah. powerful is Snoke? How is he reaching him from across the galaxy? Did he Snoke? actually, or was it Snoke? Is it just, you know, or it's Palpatine all along, was, but yeah. like, but even then, then that, that asked, uh, you know, then that brings up questions of how long has Palpatine been back? How long yeah, has true. he had powers to do this when Ben was, you know, this has happened now. Um, or even, he wasn't like yeah. a child, but this is years ago for sure. Right. Um, so I was yeah, say, I, even... I really like that Ben Solo period though. I, I would love to learn more about the turn and what was going on there with Snoke and how that actually came about. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like that. I, I was going to say, even, um, even if it's just Palpatine somehow getting the message to Snoke to start getting into, to, uh, to Ben's head or get into his mind and start turning him because what's the best way as you were talking, it made me think of this. What's the best way for, for Palpatine to try and get back at Luke for everything that he did to him. One, essentially getting him killed by converting Vader back to the light side in the end, doing something that even Palpatine thought was impossible and taking down everything that Palpatine had spent his whole life building, building up. Yeah, really? Uh, so the next closest thing is at that point, Palpatine realizes, well, I'm, it's impossible. I'm never going to turn Luke. Like I've tried, I got as close as I could get. That's not going to happen. Luke's not going to turn. So what's the best next thing to get after him? Reach out to the person who's related to him, uh, you know, his nephew and, and being Ben Solo and, and attack him that way and get him to turn uh, under his training too. Is uh, It's interesting. I wonder if that could be something in a part of that time period that could have been brought about. Was this Palpatine pulling strings the whole time or... And then, like you said, it goes back to the question, well, how long has Palpatine been around? <laughs> yeah. At least Which actively is been around. Yeah, been around that he's actually had powers. Like, right. it's one thing to take his physical form again and with the cloning, and we'll get into some Palpatine stuff here because right. we definitely would love to learn more about that. But the the actual, again, in this, it's funny because these kind of tie together. The it's almost hard not to mention the turn of 
Ben Solo turning into Kylo, you know, becoming Kylo Ren with Snoke, with Palpatine, because obviously Palpatine's pulling the strings, Snoke's right. the vehicle that he used to, to get it done. And, uh, and then Ben Solo turns. So we'll get into more of that stuff when we get to Snoke and, and Palpatine's because that's yeah. uh, some interesting stuff there. But one more thing with the, the Ben Solo before we move on, uh, or with Kylo, is also, I know they've hit on it in some of the comics, but I would love to get more of the time period of the actual right after turning um you know jedi temple is destroyed he uh he leaves luke he leaves luke's training and then he you know has his run in with the the original the knights of ren and how the that's one of the things i think that a lot of people thought they might get a little bit more of maybe in the in the sequel trilogy because um the knights of ren were mentioned you know, pretty prominently in The Force Awakens. And again, it's right. not one of those things that like the whole trilogy, I was just like, come on, where are the Knights of Ren? But it was one of those things that I think a lot of people, and I think I was one of the people who predicted after it being mentioned in Force Awakens that we'd maybe get a little bit more of it in The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. And obviously we eventually get him in, in Rise of Skywalker. But the interesting thing about him going as Kylo Ren in The Knights of Ren, when The Knights of Ren, I believe in the comics are like, there already were a group and he actually they yeah. defeats the... The, they're not the leader part of, of the Knights Sith. of Ren. Yeah. They're yeah. not a Sith thing. They're not a they're not just fallen. Not necessarily Jedi like a full are... dark side thing either. They're just like a yeah. group that's loyal to whoever whoever takes on the mantle of of uh, the Knight of I guess Kylo Ren, right? Yeah, and they don't have lightsabers, at least not that we see in the films. Yeah, except for the one who I think the one had who, who Kylo yeah. beat. Yeah. Exactly. The, but the, I'm saying the ones who follow him now. The yeah. knights, yeah. Yeah, they've got axes and different weapons and stuff and cool armor and everything. I love the Knights of Ren. Would love yeah, to get so uh, cool. some more stuff. Um, I think I got the all Knights the pops of Ren right and here. all that. Yeah, you do right there, right behind you. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's definitely one of the one of the things I think I'd really. Uh, there's a lot of stuff with. I, I just love the character of Kylo. He's he's possibly my favorite character of the sequel trilogy. He's definitely yeah. one of my favorite characters. Yeah. Because same. I think he's a very interesting well, one, I think Adam Driver is a fantastic actor. Right. Um, but I think that he's a very complex character, which I really like. I don't think that he's straight down the line. I mean, because one of the things when The Force Awakens was first announced and we're like, oh, here's the big bad Kylo Ren. I remember speculating, thinking, what's he going to be like? What's he going to Oh, is he like Vader? Oh, he's worse than Vader, this, that. And then you yeah. learn that he's a troubled kid who who wants to be Vader, but is struggling internally right. and trying to live up to the name of I doing all this like stuff. And, I like that. And so I, I think, like it. Yeah. I think that's pretty, I think that that is, one, I think it's consistent with his struggles as Ben Solo. As Ben Solo he had troubles like he felt pressure and in, in living up to the skywalker legacy essentially because living up to uh, leia is his mom and the famous war general smuggler han solo is his father like he has a lot of right. it's a big name to live up to and then on the other side when he becomes you know when he when he flips and becomes a villain now it's living up to the legacy of my grandfather and that he right. was the the you know Darth Vader, the legendary Darth Vader. I've got to I I've got to show that I'm worthy of him. So I right. just think it's consistent across the board. But that's uh, almost a different conversation. But that's uh, Ben Solo, Kylo Ren, definitely a character we're looking forward to uh, yeah. to getting more of. Um, so going ahead, next one. Let's go to uh, let's go to Poe. Poe is an yeah, interesting po. character. I think that I really I liked Poe from the very beginning. Um, He's great. And for those for those people who you need a pilot. don't know, <laughs> I need a pilot. For those people who don't know, maybe the behind the scenes story of Oscar Isaac and um, and Poe's role growing, mm-hmm. uh, he was initially supposed to be killed. Not not Oscar Isaac. The character was supposed to be killed in the crash into the sand dunes. Obviously, the, sink, um, the sinking pit or the the yeah. Uh, on Jakku in The Force Awakens. Essentially, you first meet yeah. him. He helps uh, Finn escape with the um, with the TIE fighter. They crash, and then he was supposed to be killed. That was kind of their in their original script. And then Oscar Isaac talked JJ into, oh, can I do, I'd love to do more, this, this. And he expanded his role. And then, you know, he becomes one of the big 
uh, the one big the three of the, <laughs> one of the main characters and he's such a good actor has such good you know he's got such uh he's so charismatic yeah. um but that's funny because a lot anybody who's a lost fan will know this is typical jj of uh jj did the same thing with um you know jack shepherd right. from the main character of lost in the original pilot was supposed to die at the end of the pilot the end of the first at the end of the first episode you're supposed to die and yeah, because instead, the main character they liked him so much he became the main character throughout the entire show <laughs> um so uh yeah the the poe character is really interesting i think one of the things that definitely after seeing rise of skywalker and you maybe know where i'm going with this nate one of the things i'm really interested in seeing with poe is him as a spice runner <laughs> i, I want to see the i want to see him with zori bliss i love the character of Dude, zori, zori bliss. was great i would love to see more zori bliss and uh if there was a Zori Poe, um, you know, animated well, series or a live action, story. any of that stuff, origin, even a novel, I would read that in a second. Um, oh, yeah. Throw in some Babu Frick, because obviously he knows Babu, too. Right, right. There's, uh, there's a lot of history there, but uh, uh, get your spice. <laughs> I think that uh, seeing him as, yeah. a, as a spice runner would be great. Um, that's definitely one of the things that, that I'm interested in. What do, what do you got in your in your list of things for Poe that is, uh, if you could yeah. get more Poe, you'd like to learn more of, of what? Yeah. Poe po is interesting character. Um, I, I like his character a lot. He's so different. I feel like than the other characters, uh, he's, he's almost like a wannabe Han Solo type deal. Yeah. There's definitely, like the, he's, the he's charismatic and he, but he wants to be cool and he's, and he's funny. Uh, Han was more of like funny cause he was like serious. Poe is like mm-hmm. joking around funny, but like wants to be taken seriously a lot a lot of times. Like him being a trying to be like the general of the the whole army and their um you know the resistance and stuff and trying to build build his way up and being being a leader. Uh in his first say? and what his first I was gonna say, just not to interrupt you, but just like you're saying, his first his first ever lines. This is you talk first, I talk first. Has it like yeah, uh, yeah. immediately <laughs> off the bat? He's he's got uh, yeah, exactly. he's definitely has a personality that's that uh, yeah. he's got a lot of funny so things to say. <laughs> yeah, how's this work? How's you it? talk first, I talk first. Sorry, it's hard to understand you with the whole apparatus. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's he, he's great. So I've always liked Poe, great character, um, very well written. But um, Poe's interesting because I want to see the beginning, like you just mentioned, his spice days. Just because I think that would be the side of Poe that would be like that funny, goofy side we see of him, but like to the max, like what made him that way? Like yeah. where does he get that character traits? Is it through his his spice running? And like, <laughs> I feel like that would be funny to see. Like that that could be a good thing. But then also his character development and becoming a leader, his entire story towards the end of Rise of Skywalker, getting, you know, taking control of the resistance and Finn coming along for that journey too, but him specifically for Poe of getting to that point where he's becoming a leader, he's kind of being molded um, by uh, Leia to like become that leader that they need when she's gone. Um, So now I'd like to see more of that when like he finally steps into that role. And now what does that look like now with reorganizing everything kind of similar to Ray, but Ray's more towards the Jedi and the force. This would be him trying to rebuild the republic like that that time of like okay what is what do we do now how do we recreate order how do we get things going back to you know the days when things were going well before you know the first order and before the empire even um so how can we get to that and grow upon that and how does he help lead lead that um firsthand as as being a leader and taking on that mantle so that's just interesting uh, i'd like to learn more about both of those things and but honestly anything poe more poe would be be great in general yeah <laughs> we got no, to see some awesome. of him in in uh resistance uh, yeah briefly we got a little so, bit so he, sure. he was funny to see seeing that but yeah yeah that's awesome all right well let's keep i, I completely agree i'd love to see him as a as as the leader, obviously, the way Rise of Skywalker, well, the way Last Jedi, him, you know, she said, what are you looking at me for? Follow him. Like, and she's, yeah, true. you know, when Leia's telling Leia. basically Poe's in charge. Um, 
but then really once Le- Leia passes and her passing, then like you said, then he feels the weight of it of like, I don't know what to do. Right. But then he leads everyone into the big battle at Exegol and 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 then of course our our uh our great smooth swindler Lando comes in, but there are more of us, Paul. Right. There are more of us. <laughs> we had uh, each other. We had each other. Um so yeah, that's that's awesome. I can't wait to to get more Poe at some point in, in, in any shoot. I'd take a book, comics. Again, I, we need to get yeah. <laughs> we need to get more caught up on the comics, but book, comics, yeah, uh, animated show, film, whatever it is. Uh, right. I'm I'm there for it. Live action, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. next one. Let's go to uh, let's go to well, let's finish off the big the big three, the, the big main characters. And again, I guess it's really the big four because you got kind of the big three plus kylo on the other side as far as right um, right right, so let's do uh we got finn so john boyega finn finn is an interesting character that i i really like the character of finn i think especially in force awakens i really liked the character i think he was one of my favorite characters in force awakens yeah solo Uh, mr solo (laughs) he's he's like we use the force and that's hans that's not how the force works (laughs) Uh, Skype boyfriend, cute boyfriend. Yeah, it's great. Um, <laughs> but there's, uh, I just think, I think that his character, I think, yeah, I think that John Boyega brought a lot of humor to that character. It's well written, obviously, for, for comedy, but his uh, acting is essentially an unknown, at least to most of us. We didn't know who John Boyega was. Love the character of, yeah. of, uh, of Finn and just really getting that, that side of the stormtrooper and that like you really forget yeah. because a lot of I was gonna say a lot of too. the stormtroopers are the mask mask you know faceless uh just walk lock and step with the empire don't ask any questions and uh and there they are blast them and then they're all just like because right. you think of them almost as, as clones even though obviously if you know in any of the canon lore the clones then are are kind of uh, right. cycled out and then they're recruiting people off these plants to grow bigger and bigger. But it's interesting to see the, the defected, um, you know, someone who actually chose, Hey, I'm not, this is not what I signed up for. This I'm out. Right. Yeah. Um, so the, I'd say the thing that I would love to see, I'd love to see young. We don't really know exactly. I think the timeline of how long Finn has been with the empire in general um the first he was order. taken off of a, yeah sorry the, yeah the first order mm-hmm. um take how long he's been with the first order in general because again he's he's not old when we meet him he's right. but he's but he's not you know 15 either and he was taken he talks about being taken from his world and all this stuff so it yeah. makes it sound like he's taken as a child or he's taken as a as some sort of a youngster i don't think they right. took him as a 22 year old and forced him to, yeah. <laughs> to necessarily go become a stormtrooper um but it does also but they do kind of i think that they they do hint at the way the force awakens starts that it doesn't seem like he's seen much battle um, Yeah, true like at least not to this level where he he sees kylo and everything happening and all of the devastation and he's like wait this, this is not what i signed up for it doesn't make it. I think that at right. least the way that's portrayed, it doesn't make it feel like he's been on a thousand missions and finally yeah, yeah. he just breaks. It makes it feel like, whoa, I'm actually finally out here, and I'm a little bit like, it's the war, like the uh, you know, and the blood on the helmet too, kind of makes him feel like, whoa, like this yeah, isn't... he's he's in shock, kind of at actually yeah. being on ground level of the war and seeing what's going on. Um, so I'd love to see a little bit more of the of the time period of him getting swept up into the first order um and then uh and was that the moment like was that the moment when he started realizing wait this isn't what i thought it was or had he been kind of picking up on things here and there and then was like that pushed him over the top like who knows because like he like you said we don't know that could have been his first off world i guess mission or whatever he could have yeah. very easily been just doing like patrol or something and then he gets sent on this thing and actually sees what's really going on yeah. So, and in general, what it, what it really reminds me of is one of my favorite. You know, this one of my favorite Star Wars books, Lost Stars. Yeah, yeah. It does. Of of getting the Claudia Gray book of of getting the of of getting the story in in sort of the perspective of someone who 
not necessarily the perspective of like Tarkin, of someone who's like war hungry and loves loves the Empire, loves in like some of these guys who love the First Order that are just like, you know, they're not palp, they're like these Palpatine types who just love killing and all that. But someone who's swept up into the war because, you know, the the they were sold a lie, you know, when right. when either depending on the time period, either the Empire or the First Order came to their home world, helped them maybe gave them food and water and then all of a sudden under the guise of hey look we're the good guys come help do your part with the with the empire then they get swept into something and then they realize it's not what they signed up for but yeah. that that's a similar story i think uh with with some of the um you know use some of those characters in, in lost stars with the the finn character so i think that's definitely the time period i would like to learn more of and then also definitely the obvious one after rise of skywalker is right <laughs> is he just force sensitive because like there's they right. kind of made a distinguish especially in rogue one um yeah. i'm, I'm one with the, the force of course yeah they make a distinction between being force sensitive and then also being someone who's you know who also is trained and who's you know right. if you want to even dive into the actual midichlorians midichlorians are off the scale like those types like, of and is that something actually, that can be like can you grow upon that? Yeah, is that something? Like, that there's obviously just... a metachlorian scale that they've, you know, that's canon. But like, does that mean that there's not? There's also a variance of of the strength too. Like, your metachlorian skill doesn't just mean you have all the knowledge and power either. So like, no, it's more of like your raw talent, your raw right. capabilities you have of your potential. Right. Um, yeah, you're right. So the interesting thing is they haven't, at least from the movie they kind of leave it up to interpretation like he has he has abilities force like abilities for sure like he can again yeah. he can feel oh it's this one i can tell it's this ship that's the one we need to target that's where the uh, the signal is coming from but we don't see you know we don't see rose run in front of a blaster and he freezes it or something like right. it's not that but is it something that could become that like you said that's the that's the big question is Ever right. since he picked up the lightsaber in Force Awakens, and it was in that trailer that he picked up the lightsaber, the speculation was always, is he a Jedi? Is he going to become a right. Jedi? Are we going to find out this, the reason that Poe and, and Finn, sorry, the reason that Finn defected and left the First Order is actually because not just that, that he was upset at this, yeah. but he actually had this call to the light and this, this Force, the Force was calling him or that even he's sensing things and he's, he right. actually has this like awake, the awakening of the force, the awakening of the force in him also is like opening his eyes to the actual evil right. and the side that he's on that he doesn't want, you know, yeah. want to be a part of. So it'd be it's interesting you, to find out that. Yeah. It's funny you say that because I remember going back and watching the force awakens for the first time in theater that as that was happening, I thought he was like, gonna be the like a jedi maybe not the jedi the main character but i thought for sure like when i saw him kind of it looked like they filmed it in a way that as soon as he got the blood thing smeared across his stormtrooper helmet that he would kind of like like it almost like snapped him out of this this thing you know where he was like shook it off and then like looked around like like something just like you said kind of awoken him i always took that initially as i was watching it, i remember thinking oh like that's a force thing like he's got the force, like it was filmed in a way that it made me immediately think he is sensitive to the force and recognize that. And then obviously we don't get much of that until we get to right, Skywalker, where we start seeing them tease it even more and more until of course the Christmas Lego holiday special, which yeah. is not Canon, but <laughs> the, yeah. uh, but they, they, he was, True, good point, for those though. of you who haven't He's seen training. it, he was training in the force and they made it, obvious that he was had the force yeah. and he was training which it's not canon but it is disney's disney's lego holiday special yeah. that takes place after um the rise of skywalker that they were in a way i took it as they were trying to confirm like yeah by the way this was speculation but we're pushing it even further to show you like oh he's he's that was kind of our intention to show that he had the force no you're definitely right and i no. think that that uh that's i i actually forgot about that when I was talking about what they've set up and obviously it's not exactly canon but like you said right, I don't think right. Disney put it out there um I think that they put it out there intentionally with like hey this is this would be the logical next step would be that he's training now yeah um but I just wonder if that's if that's intentional and again JJ's one who likes to leave stuff 
uh, for interpretation. But I wonder if that's what JJ is like, yeah, I was trying to show that he is, he's going to be race for students, or if it's one of those things of, yeah, he's not, he's not just your average. He's more of, um, you know, he's the, uh, like like you're talking about, he's, he's one of these, these guys who, who can sense the force. He's, um, you know, like the guardians yeah. of the wills that are talking about in, and, yeah. um, in, in rogue one. Um, so yeah, no, I think that you're right. It seems more along the lines of that, uh, that they had set up that he would be training and that he would try to be, become a Jedi. Um, yeah. Cause here's the thing. But, yeah. The th- in the, in, um, uh, rogue one, the force sensitive, um, stuff that we see, it's almost more like a, it's almost more like a faith in the force. Like he yeah. walks out in front of the blasters and he's like, I'm one with the force. The force is with me. It's almost like I have faith in the force that I'm not going to die. I'm not going to get hit. Like mm-hmm. the force is going to protect me <clears throat> as opposed to like, I am actually manipulating the force and using the force. Yeah. Whereas, I have, a, whereas, I have force abilities, not just right. for like, yeah. Like, I feel like that, that's the little <laughs> tweak of a difference that, was kind of portrayed as like rogue one you see that and it's like almost like putting that faith in the force that the force is going to protect me and it's not anything i'm necessarily doing to do it it's the force is willing this so and so it's happening whereas stuff we see that they that they tease with finn is more like oh i'm i'm leaning over because i felt leia pass or like like oh i just felt this or felt that like he could feel those things and have those yeah you know he felt those senses which I feel like is more of a direct relation to himself feeling it. It wasn't like yeah. him having faith in the force. It was more like <laughs> this happened and immediately he felt it. So those are like things that I noticed that are different that they portrayed in the films that yeah. they haven't necessarily directed with dialogue, but like that's kind of the portrayal that we've seen. But no, totally. It's just interesting. It's just interesting. Yeah. But... Totally agree. Yeah. yeah. yeah so awesome. let's, let's get into, um, we mentioned we we'd get to it. So before we we wrap up, let's talk about. Um, we can kind of combine them if we want, but Snoke, Snoke, and uh, the Emperor. Yeah. Um, specifically, we're trying to keep all these characters towards the sequels for this this episode, this podcast. Um, obviously, Snoke the sequels, but the Emperor towards the sequels. I mean, this kind of the reason I say we can kind of combine them because some of it goes hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Luke, uh, I mean, I mean, Snoke, is this, you know, how long has he been with the First Order? Um, what does that look like? Uh, has Palpatine pulling the strings the whole time? <clears throat> what do you got? Yeah, no, that's the the big. So one thing I'd say one of the biggest questions, and I can't wait to get this in in a novel because I do think I do think there's more yeah. Snoke stuff whether it's in you know mandalorian mando is really they're starting to hint at obviously not even just hint at they've talked about cloning but they've hinted at some of the snoke stuff we think with with those uh those corpses in those um you know those those uh essentially those tanks and it looks like cloning gone wrong and one of them even has a big scar crack on their forehead which very much very much is uh I think alluding to whether that's Snoke or not, they're, they're, they're definitely trying to hint at the connection between the cloning and Snoke. And um, I mean, even, even in rise of Skywalker, the film, not even just the novel, which tells more about it. Yeah. They, they talk about the, they show the tanks and the Snoke, uh, the multiple right. Snoke bodies in the tanks. And then we even get to, you know, somehow Palpatine is returned and then they're like, Oh, how can you do this? This, this, and then uh, Dominic uh, uh, Monaghan's character is uh, uh, dark magic cloning. Secrets only yeah. the Sith know. <laughs> He's saying all this stuff. Because he knows uh, so much about the Sith. Because, because uh, yeah. <laughs> or is it because it's, JJ promised them a line? <laughs> because Mary and Pippin, Mary and Pippin studied uh, the dark side of the Force and they know all of that. Right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's because JJ is like, hey, you're going to have couple lines in here let's give you a, a good one um so they kind of gloss over it a little bit in the movies because again i i understand because there, there's so much to get to in that yeah in that film that you can't have you can't have time for everything but 
And I know they expand on it a little bit more in the Rise of Skywalker novelization. But I would love the, because I am, you know, I am a sucker for those exact details sometimes of, I don't, I don't consider it an error when they leave them out. But I do enjoy like diving into the weeds of, right. oh, this right. is exactly how Palpatine did it. Even though, again, this is a mythical show. This is a, my, right. this is a <laughs> mythical universe. So I don't need exact science. But I would like the, the idea of, yeah, it was this happened and this. Because we had all these speculations of oh, Palpatine's returned ever since we heard that cackle of, you know, no one's ever really gone. And then the, yeah. <laughs> and you get the cackle in the, in that Rise of Skywalker trailer, everyone was like, what in the world? Did he fall when he's falling? And he had just been, you know, Vader had thrown him off of the balcony and the lightning's getting him. Did he fall down a shaft? Did he freeze himself? Did he do this? Did he throw his body into something? And they hinted some of that in the Rise of Skywalker novelization of some of the things of how he lies, like there's speculation of his soul latching onto this or doing that, right, those right. things. Um, but I would love to get that to get the the actual details of this is the process of palpatine's return and then in tangent with that and connected directly to that i i should say is here is when snoke comes into play but also mm-hmm. how snoke goes one of the biggest things i'm fascinated with is how snoke steals the first order like how right. he actually because again if you read um the aftermath series if you read if you've watched um mandalorian so far you know that the first order uh did not happen overnight there Mm -hmm. were there were uh palpatine loyalists who again who eventually turned into maybe the final order but they're empire loyalists who there were some moths that are still out there we obviously we have moff gideon um in in uh in mando but Thrawn's there are these somewhere. different, yeah, Thrawn's out there somewhere. We'll get that uh, coming up. We'll get some of those answers. But there were a lot of pockets of, even though the Empire is destroyed from a vast standpoint, there are pockets and legions of troops here. And there's there's uh, generals and, and um, moths and even grand moths, all these people right. that, are, that are out there. But the interesting thing is Snoke essentially at some point manipulates and becomes you know, you, you go to a uh, supreme leader, you become supreme leader of the first order. And this is right. something you didn't create. Like from, yeah. from everything we've, we've learned, he's a manipulator who comes in and swoops in. So I, one of maybe, honestly, maybe the most fascinating, if I could pick one story, maybe if I could pick one story from the, maybe, um, maybe Mando, maybe like uh, essentially i think right now if i if i had to if i was pressured to have to choose one story of any of the things that we've talked about so far that i would really want it's the story of how snoke takes over the first order that is always i've been really interested in one the creation of snoke if he is you know obviously cloning all of this all of this stuff that's um that we learned palpatine's pulling the strings so did palpatine directly give an order to try to create a character like Snoke to be a figurehead and take over, you know, in the name of Palpatine and have Palpatine pulling the strings and he's just his puppet or is Snoke a literal failed clone trying to bring back Palpatine? Is he Mm -hmm. a failed clone using now using Grogu's blood? Cause they're hinting at some of that stuff. Right. Um, That would be the ultimate. And again, I know there's tons of speculation, the ultimate, uh, reveal would be that snoke is actually part grogu the the (laughs) cutest thing in the galaxy uh has been morphed into the most hideous being that's ever ever lived right um but it's but the but again in there to me the biggest story is the takeover like it's it's cool like i want to know about palpatine pulling the strings and using him as as his puppet but how in the world does he take over the first order without like obviously maybe he comes in by force like you know he tracks I mean, he had down, to have been so there before takes over before kylo right yeah because snoke was turning him to the dark side so he had to have started started getting control before kylo got there right yeah, so because snoke is yeah exactly because snoke had been turning him it yeah. did snoke turn him as some rogue 
dark side force user or was he supreme leader turning him like there's all these timeline things that i would love to i'd love to get a book that gets all of that stuff and really um fills in a lot of those pieces or yeah i mean or was it just all these people that who knew knew who the emperor was and then they see snoke come in he's also got the force and stuff and they're like can't mess with this guy because like anybody who's that powerful who's got the force and can shoot lightning out their fingers they're like all right well he's stronger than me so do yeah, and they also know that the way that anyone who's actually aware of the true inner workings of the empire, like the tops of the tops, yeah, those, would actually those, know what's going on. Would actually know. Would also actually know that. Hey, do you want to know why the empire rose to power? It's not just that we had. It's not just that we had. Uh, you know, uh, maybe the most manipulative, brilliantly evil. Yeah. Um, politician of all time and she palpatine but also the fact that he was an actual force user because right. he took down the jedi um with manipulation but also when it came to it even hand-to-hand combat like they could not beat yeah. him yeah. um and that's that's one of the main things and then obviously then his his uh his pupil darth vader literally yeah. terrorizes the galaxy with his force abilities like because you know vader not to go on a tangent here, but Vader is not the politician by any means. The Palpatine is. Palpatine is a genius politician no. who played this long game of thirty plus years of doing this and doing this, and then he rises. Anakin and just said, "Let's have a dictator." Anakin said, "We can make <laughs> things really said, You're insane. Do all this, and then yeah, and then five minutes later, he's turned to the dark side and he's he's serving <laughs> the emperor um, for forever, basically. But so yeah, the the interesting thing is. People that would know, people that would have been around and actually knew who Palpatine truly was, at least knew him as the emperor, would then also be aware of, hey, someone who's a dark side user, emperor-like, yeah, um, emperor-like power of this, this Snoke character who's doing all this stuff. Maybe we need to have him if we're going to take over the galaxy again. Right. And so I could see that. But it's just interesting. If literally, it's like I, I imagine this, this, the shatters, the, the shards of the empire, um, all these different pieces, they start kind of gathering in the outer rim, gathering in the darkness, right. and they start building a little bit. It actually becomes an organization that builds up because then they recruit. And again, some of this is in Aftermath and some of these other novels of they recruit. Um, you know, they recruit Hux. They get a young Hux. They right. get this person. They get all the uh, Hux fathers involved in all the stuff. They get these pieces in there. They build up this organization. And then it feels like, at least in my mind, it feels like this thing gets almost like established. And then Snoke comes in and goes, and I'll sit on the throne here. And now this is right. this is mine. <laughs> and they're like, hey, this right. guy's more powerful than all of us. Great. But right. I just think like it's such a it's such an interesting timeline there that I would love to get the actual details of yeah. when he takes over, when he starts manipulating Kylo. That's why we said this all ties in here. When the manipulation starts, when all this happens, but also on top of that, the puppet master who's literally pulling all the strings right. of Palpatine, who how does he create? When did he create? Yeah. Not only that, if he's been manipulating the whole time, when did he get powers that he could do this? When did he create? Snoke right. or give orders to do the Snoke. That's what I was going to say. Is, or whatever, all this stuff. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is and and we can wrap up here in just a second. But uh, last thing I'll say is is Palpatine. What was the full contingency plan? Like we know he started doing cloning and stuff before he died in case something happened. At least essentially, he had some sort of cont- contingency plan. Was this it? Was it executed the way he thought? Um, in case obviously he wasn't expecting to die, but like yeah, the contingencies that he had in case something like that happened, was this what we what we saw and it just didn't work out? Um, because Ray and the Jedi like overcame it, or was it failed because he couldn't get Snoke perfected, or he couldn't get himself perfected um, in in the clone of a body that we see him in because we see he's all messed up too. It's it's a, he's essentially a clone and he's not perfect either of himself. So like, is that was that all just like he didn't have enough time to get to the full plan that he had? And if not, like what was that plan? Yeah, I don't no, know. for it's just sure. Interesting. Yeah, I think that's super interesting. And uh, 
real quick, two two quick notes before before we uh, wrap because yeah, two things we will have to mention um, character wise. One, briefly, we didn't touch on it as much this because this is really focused a lot more on the sequel characters. But mm-hmm. obviously, both you and I would love to get uh, more details of that gap of Luke in that oh, yeah. now that they're hinting Leia. on it now. Luke and Leia. Now they're training. Luke and Leia training. Yeah. And now they're hinting at it with not even they showed it in Mando of him post uh yeah. Return of the Jedi. He's got Grogu. I think everybody wants to see what he does with Grogu now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. a that's a given. So we didn't spend a ton of time on it for this particular episode because we focused more on the 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 new characters to the sequel trilogy. I know we talked about Palpatine because he's the mastermind of all of it. Right. But obviously Luke, Grogu training building you know, the school, looking for Jedi artifacts with uh, Laura Senteca, all that stuff is great. Right. We'd you love know to Luke that. Left, left the ship with Mando and went straight to Dagobah. You know that's the only place he can train Grogu. You have to. <laughs> you have he, to. He's like, Yoda's hut, the fire's probably still warm. There's probably a little <laughs> yes. stew. There's still a little right. There's green some bone stew broth. on the fire. There. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> and the, uh, so that's one. And then, I, and then finally, I had to do this because our you know our esteemed colleague our good friend our co-host uncle could not be with us today and uncle would he would be very disappointed in the two of us if we went through an entire episode of this and dot did not hit on rose did not hit on rose we have to get to rose real quick so we'll make it brief Oh, we talked the reason again we didn't spend a ton of time on rose because we've really talked about rose a lot in some of our yeah. most recent episodes but i right. think one of the interesting things about rose and they i think and again the the lego holiday special um <laughs> one of the interesting things about rose is but the nature of her character being like the kind of technician geeky that type of thing is that her story is so open to like she could go on any to go on to go on any say. adventure? Just, it's not an obvious yeah. path of like Poe is set up seen enough now. He's gonna lead. He's gonna lead the resistance, the New Republic. Mm-hmm. That not he's not gonna be necessarily yeah, the leader of the New Republic, but leading the military side of things. Now that now that Leia's right. gone, um, Finn is set up to Jedi training, Force capabilities. Ray is now rebuilding the Jedi or looking for what's her purpose now, what's next. And then, you know, Ben is obviously gone. Palpatine's gone. Snoke's gone. The big question is Rose is she's kind of one, she's one of the gang and there's a lot she's, of adventures yeah. she could go on. And, and uh, maybe she and Chewie are doing some adventures with, yeah. uh, with uh, Babu Frick and maybe even old Lando gets back in, back in the cockpit one more time and they go on some adventures but yeah we we yeah, love the no. character of rose we didn't want to skip we wouldn't want to skip over yeah. that but one of the things is that because it's left and obviously she didn't get a ton of airtime in, in rise of skywalker because it just wasn't enough there were so many characters right. and storylines to cover but that's one of the exciting things about rose and why i'm excited to hopefully learn more about her in the future is that they can really go anywhere with her story i think mm-hmm. what do you think yeah. No, I, I think that's what I was going to say is like part of the reason why we may not have even touched on it right away is because we just didn't get enough of her. Like it's almost hard yeah. to speculate on what's possible because there's still there's still story to tell for her and the direction that we're going. We got some closure on pretty much all the characters other than her. I mean, yeah, like we would like more on some of these, but also we we feel confident of what what is next right. for for, for, for each character we yeah. know where they're going we didn't really get that with rose and like like you said i mean there's it's you have to be realistic when making a movie too there's so many characters and unfortunately that just happens some sometimes when you're building a movie as big as a star wars or a marvel avengers there's going to be a character that doesn't get as much uh camera time screen time as others and uh and that's okay obviously as an actor she probably wish she could be on there as much as possible but um there's just so much to try and fit in to tell the story and because of that we were cut short on some of her direction she stayed back when they went on a mission because 
that's what they wrote for her to stay back and help because they just couldn't develop all the characters they needed to. So there's still a lot of development for her character. I feel like we could get into. Um, and what does that look like? Obviously we saw the tragic loss of her sister Paige. And uh, yep. well, I think uh, a very underrated character. I really like Paige. I know the hero, a hero. Yeah. Uh, but where I mean, we saw that kind of build throughout the last Jedi and that kind of developed Rose's character that way. But moving forward with rebuilding, how is she working with that now that things have calmed down and she's not just so focused? She she can kind of focus her energy on like getting back at the first order. But now that that stuff's died out post Rise of Skywalker, what's her role now aside from being a mechanic and being, you know, smart here with these technical things? What's her role? And actually, is she going to try and move towards a leadership role as well? Take on her own, you know, quote, battalion or something and start leading and teaching that way as well as being one of those main characters. Yeah. Who knows? No, I think but, it's great. I think we're both in agreement there. And I know I can speak for uncle because he said it before. Of We liked Rose. We wish we'd have gotten more Rose, but we understand the nature of why things right. you know, happen. And unfortunately, some characters get, get pushed to, to the wayside a little bit, but that's character that I feel like her story is very much um, still open. Like, yeah, you know, and Kelly Marie She's, Tran yeah. is, we just, you and I both just saw Raya and the Last Dragon. And oh, uh, yeah. she voices, you know, main character of Raya. We loved that movie. I She's thought great. it was fantastic. It was I a great honestly, movie. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, no, yeah. I honestly, I could see her coming back into live action or even if it's voicing animated Star Wars canon stuff, probably sooner than I could see the big three coming back. Um, yeah, and it's it's an unfortunate thing because there's it's well documented now that she was she faced a lot of internet harassment yeah. during that time and and so I know she she seemed to really enjoy doing the character, but I know she had a rough uh, you know almost right. similar to similar to maybe not to the exact extent, but similar to like Ahmed Best when he was doing Jar Jar right. and that type of thing, she really got a lot of uh, hatred and vitriol from from some people. Um, and yeah. uh, obviously you hate, you hate just, seeing that, yeah. but hopefully it doesn't, I just know hopefully it doesn't too. keep her out. Yeah, True. And since then, I know Disney's gone out of their way to try and incorporate her in different things. Like obviously being part of the holiday special, well, her character, I mean, yeah. not just like going ahead and like, being like oh yeah no they kind of it seems like there's been a lot of outspoken um you know um things supporting her coming from from disney's side but also just like star mm -hmm. wars fan base too like in support of her as well so hopefully that doesn't you know get to her and we can get more more of her character even if it's in a book or comics or something more of her character moving forward i think would be would be cool but exactly yeah yeah and then last little note give us Anything involving Babu Freck, we're interested. Give us, uh, <laughs> yeah, give me a little, give me a little backstory of, uh, give, give me some more of, uh, um, gosh, there's, there's a decent amount of, of, uh, I mean, I just, I like Maz. I think Maz is a great character. Yeah. Um, can we, Maz, a... I want to get the backstory of Maz and Chewie. There's clearly something there. I like when... that. <laughs> like, there's, where's my boyfriend? That? <laughs> yeah no she's Maz is great she seems like she's also in action all the time too like she's hologramming oh, not... in and she's in the middle of fighting so like i would love yes. to get more Maz. but what i was gonna say is for for babu when is galaxy's edge at disney gonna open babu's droid shop i know they got a, the droid depot but when's the babu getting his, his own his own place and then on, on the side we get uh you got to do a spice run to get in there or something. You get that droid <laughs> is ready. No, I think that oh, that's, that's uh, that'd be great. Again, that could be tied into our, our backstory that we like of, we want to get some more Poe as a spice runner with, with uh, Babu as Zori, a sidekick. <laughs> Zori and Babu. Yeah. get those three. That would um, be great. But yeah, so those, those are a lot of the, I think we, I mean, again, we know that there's, there's way more characters out there than we were able to get to. Um, we, we talked about Hux a little bit, some backstory on Hux is, is found in the aftermath series. So that's, you can get a little bit of that there, but uh, right. yeah, any of, any of those uh, Imperial, not even Imperial first order officer type characters, uh, uh, Captain right. Moden Kennedy on at the beginning of last Jedi of 
fire on that cruiser. Give me some like, more pride. Just, give me these guys. Yeah, give me General Pride. Give me all Gosh, these guys. It was great. Um, so there's yeah. so many characters that that are, you know, that we would just love to get more of. Uh, and mm-hmm. you know, there's there's a, and just show us wherever Chewie's going next. Chewie's one of the originals. Yeah. And he's still he's still still kicking. Right. R R two three P O. And uh, Chewy, let's just get the three of those guys yep. just sitting down, telling uh, campfire <laughs> stories, talking about all the things they've seen in their life. Yeah, yeah. No, that's great. Uh, well, good place to wrap up. Like we said, we wanted to stick to um, some of the more you know characters in in the sequels, um, directly relating to some of the questions that we've gotten um, directed towards us on our Star Wars. Uh, Instagram Star Wars guys Instagram page that's at underscore Star Wars guys so that's where we kind of got this question to do more of a deep dive on some of the sequel characters and then we wanted to also twist it into uh, a little bit more fill in those gaps what are more things that we want to see come from these characters now that we've seen some of the the development and the direction that they're going um, and even maybe some backstories so um, fun little episode obviously we missed one of our other co-hosts uncle being here um, but as always, please feel free to reach out and submit more questions to us. Uh, DM us, message us on Instagram again. That's at underscore Star Wars guys. We also like to engage with our our uh, listeners too on there by posting you know questions here and there for you to interact with, and also that will incorporate more questions and things for us to uh, to cover on on the show. So um, see you guys next time, and as always, may the force be with you. Now subscribe and share this podcast with the galaxy and fulfill your destiny. Yes, master.